Talking Plants, Chris here with Fancy Plants Podcast. Welcome to episode 11. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things today. And as always, here with Sue. Hello. And we have a special co-host guest. Guest, we allowed uh, Amanda. <laughs> Actually, Amanda deserved to go on a very nice relaxing holiday with her husband. She's out camping and we miss her dearly. We'll be uh, glad when she comes back, but for now, we have Chandis, who is our special guest co-host. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank Yay. you for having me. I'm so excited. Yay! Welcome to the studio. Uh, and I say the word studio lightly. It's a beautiful <laughs> Don't studio. Don't tell yourself short. It's, it's awesome. It's an it, awesome studio. It definitely works. It definitely works. How was your, uh, how was your week, ladies? It was good. Good. Good week. It was good. It was busy. Busy week. Yeah, it's uh, end of summer, so trying to get all those last-minute summer activities in, in in northern Alberta is a thing that happens at the end of <laughs> August, I think. Yes, it's a it's a little crazy, you know, just trying to get, you know, savor every moment of summer before it ends, because it really just comes right after August. Like, Yeah, it's like the air turn changes overnight. I find that I, I kind of keep track in my brain, so <laughs> uh, take it with a grain of salt. But according to my brainy statistics, usually there is snow about 50% of the time at Halloween from what I've seen. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. And if it's not snow, it's a bunch of wind. wind I, and I rain. feel sorry for the kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> Go out. Oh, I know. My husband makes fun of me because I always try and like dress my kids in like uh, like their outfits with like no winter gear on it. And like I grew up in California. So we always just like went out in our outfits and it was like no big deal. Oh, and he always yells sick. at me. He's like, this isn't California, Chandis. You need to put their <laughs> snowsuits on underneath their costumes. Yeah. My kids always had like the school costume and then the out trick or treating costume so that it fit over the snowsuit. Yeah. They had to be different sizes. Yeah. yeah you got a plan. Yeah. I don't, I don't know these things. I also have to say we made all of our kids outfits. Like, oh, really? I think maybe one or two years we had bought and out like costumes, but mm-hmm. for the most part we made them and it was really fun and I kind of miss it. I wish my kids were little now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's coming. So let's avoid that topic for just a little while longer because it is only September 1st. So we maybe have two more months of no snow. Maybe. Fingers crossed. You never know. There's been some Septembers that have gotten like some high 20, 30 degree weather. That's true. Right. Uh, I know a friend of mine got married on October 4th quite a few years ago and it was plus 30 that day. Really? Yeah, it was nuts. And I'm not even like, I'm not lying because we're all like, yeah, the weather will be great. No, we melted. (laughs) 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 It was a beautiful day, but we definitely melted. Yeah. Uh, You never know what you're going to get. Alberta, Alberta Falls are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That's right. <laughs> That's so true. It's always such a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I wish we had those beautiful East Coast Falls. Oh, I know. Autumns. Right? I guess it's autumn. 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 <laughs> What's that like having four seasons? Right? <laughs> like we, what do we have here? Spring. No, we have winter and construction. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> winter and construction. With the period of rain and rain and wind. Oh, so much so. So much. California, that's really interesting. So coming here maybe was a bit of a shock to you then. Oh, it was. Yeah. I first first time I moved here was when I was thirteen. And I, like it was August I think it was August first when I came. 
and uh, everyone was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, like my my sisters who already lived here and my mom and stuff. And me and my sister were like putting on sweaters and stuff because <laughs> it was like so to us, it was like winter. Oh, and, yeah. It'd be August. such a, a change in like climate, like not just temperature, but like humidity and everything would yeah, be different. It, it's so much drier here. And I remember the first thing I noticed, though, when I moved was like how far you could see. That mm-hmm. blew me away. I could not believe how far because there's like no smog or anything here. So you could just see for miles. And I just thought that was the wildest thing. You know, to some people, that's a phobia. Really? Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. It's like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's something about like just being able to see forever. Totally freaks them out. Really? So they would not like Saskatchewan. (laughs) (laughs) I can't judge because I'm actually, I have a weird topographical map fear. I can't explain it, but really some top and it actually took me a long time to be able to use Google Earth because I it made me sick to my stomach to see the the satellite imagery. And yet I can mm-hmm. be in an airplane and I'm fine. So it's not a height thing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But anyway, that's a digression. Um, you brought some plant friends. I did. Introduce yeah. us to your plant friends. So I brought um, my Pilo Sarius and I'm probably maybe butchering that because I've never heard it like properly. You know what? Before. In our in, in the description of our <laughs> podcast. The last line is we're not always, you know, pros at pronunciation, so don't feel bad. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. I very much appreciate that uh, that warning on the description. Yeah. So um, it's uh, one of my favorite cactuses or cacti, I guess I should say, that I have. Um, I got it. It was only like four inches tall and I've managed to like actually grow it and keep its like form, which is really hard to do here with the lack of light that we get, um, especially indoors. But yeah, it's one of my favorite cactus I have. That's and this big guy right here. Yeah, that's that big one. Beautiful. It has like that bluish kind of color at the top, which that's I beautiful, uh, which I quite like. But I I wish I could put it outside to get more of that color. But I also don't want to risk it because, you know, God forbid I get you know something invasive. In Absolutely. Because yeah, I've already battled with problems with it in the past. And, Absolutely. Yeah. So I baby it, and then I also brought uh, my ruby necklace, which I quite like. I got it on like a mystery cutting swap a few years ago on one of the bigger plant groups um, in Canada. And uh, I just think it's so pretty. I love the purple. It is lovely. Purple stems on it. And it's quite long now. And yeah. Gorgeous. I keep it in a cell And the pot it's in is amazing. Thank you. I think I got that from HomeSense. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, but uh, It's so yeah. cute. Yeah, I love it. And then I brought So my... that was a cutting mm-hmm. and now it's huge. Yeah, I got it. It only had like probably five, mm. I don't know if you call it leaves. We will do a plant it. photo shoot. Oh, will you? Yes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Give them their moment. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know our listeners love to see the plant, our plant friends that come here. So Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love that you guys do that. And then I also uh, brought my Epiphyllum um, German Empress, which isn't too much to see right now because I, I feel like most of the show with these guys is when they flower. Um, but uh, yeah, I got that one as an actual mature plant. Not this one specifically, but um, that plant got something on it. I feel like it was a fungus mm. um, and it started to fail. So I took a couple clippings off of it and made a new plant. It looks like there's some new growth on on that bad boy. Yeah, there's lots of new growth. It really kind of shot up this uh, this summer, which was nice and it's getting fuller. So hopefully, you know, I can nurture it for a couple of years and get it to flower. And that's my oh, favorite that's part of the year exciting. is when they flower. Yeah. <laughs> Love all the cactus, all the sex. I'm actually afraid to buy cacti because I feel like if I started, I wouldn't stop. Oh, yeah. And I did that already with succulents. So I think I had close to 100. Oh, really? And then one day I was like, I don't want these anymore. So I blew them all out. And then I, <laughs> then I 
started other kinds of plants. <laughs> but I think you cycle like that. You do. Oh, totally. You totally, totally. do. Totally. Yeah. Like I got rid of all mine because I had Mealy. And then I started building my collection up. And then I found Mealy on three today. Oh. I know. I'm like, what is with Mealy on my cactus? That's what I and always And they're all cactuses too. that yeah. I didn't have when I had the Mealy outbreak. So, so they're new. They're new. It's oh. a new Mealy. I think you guys would be proud of me because I also had a Mealy infestation on some Hoya in my ensuite bathroom. And I actually, I think this podcast, I mentioned it before, but it's making me more accountable to my plants. Because <laughs> now I feel like I have other people to be accountable to, like the folks out in our listenership world. So um, I did go through and I did some trimming, which I was also scared to do. And I wiped everything down with um, alcohol and I clipped things and I replanted things if they needed it and topped them up. And hopefully I've, that's the beginning of getting rid of this infestation. I was so very proud of you for that. Thank yeah, you. I'm proud of you, too. That's a lot of work. You know, it was a whole day. Yeah. 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 So, and it was actually funny because I was like, well, I better clean my bathroom today. And that turned into a lot of plant first aid. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So it took all day. But that's OK. The bathroom looks great. It does. I actually can show it to you. I can actually can take people up there and be like, look at my bathroom. Because it's not a gross mess anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice when you can do that, even if it's for a couple days, right? Yeah. Look at my bathroom. Absolutely. Check out my bathroom. I know when I see people post pictures of their, their spaces around their home and they're like picture magazine worthy. I'm like, is it like that all the time? Or did you just do that for the picture? Because I have a plant room and I know it's not like my picture all the time. There's usually a mess to the right or left of the frame. Yeah, I'll just oh. shove everything over, like, yeah. make sure that you don't get any of that in the Or I'll, like, picture. clean it for a day before I take that final picture. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, I have, like, a old grower pots and other pots and, like, soil all over the ground yep. in my plant room in, like, one corner yeah. and the rest looks nice. But <laughs> yeah. If you only look in this direction, it's fantastic. That's right. <laughs> there are still some leaves on the floor in there, I won't lie. That's okay. It happens. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Look at all this work I already did. I'm not going to, I'm just going to leave those there for now. I'm sure in the jungle, there's leaves on the floor too. Exactly. Yeah. That's I, exactly. Jungle realness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listeners, one of the things we know you've been waiting for is we will be announcing our winner for our plant clipping giveaway at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. And in, you know, our philosophy, no, no fast forwarding. <laughs> just listen to what we have to say we promise we're fun um and we're gonna talk a little bit today about sue brought suggested this topic and i we thought it was hilarious because everyone's going to have a different opinion about this when do you consider a plant truly dead like for me often that plant's like there's no hope and even after that i'll leave it for a while and Finally, maybe, you know, six months down the road, I'll chuck it. And it looks, yeah, I, I like to make sure it's dead. I really <laughs> nice do. Nice and dead. <laughs> nice and dead. Nice and dead. That's, that's my motto. Um, there's some people, though, I've seen like, oh, I chucked that it had five dead leaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, that could have been saved. <laughs> I think, well, it's a spectrum, right? And I think for... Uh... Maybe it depends a little bit uh, on your responsibility meter. So mine can be a bit low sometimes when it comes to my plants, even though I'm pretty good at keeping them alive and growing. So one of the things that happened in my bathroom that I was just telling you about is, um, so there's a bathtub and there's like a um, 
ring around the back cover or whatever. So I have had a lot of stuff on there. And there was three Hoyas on there that had been dead for quite a long time. And I was <laughs> like, well, I'm just going to leave them there and see what happens. And of course, they never came back. But there also comes a time when you're like, well, I guess I have to clean this crap up and actually throw this plant away. But then I was doing other Hoyas and so and I for those of you who grow Hoyas and I know uh, us here in this room know that when a Hoya is growing, if you don't give it nice, a lot of water or enough water, then the new growth will just kind of dry up and you mm-hmm. can like snap it off. Yeah. So that doesn't mean the plant's dead. So I was making, uh, tr- I was trimming it up to the part where it was still alive. And you can tell because it bleeds a little bit of sap. So I'm hoping that even though, you know, those dead parts are cut off, that they'll, they'll come back for me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I generally will not throw a plant away until it is like, if you lit it on fire, it would, <laughs> it would burn out in about 35 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, just be like, poof, and then done. Exactly. That's yeah. a great uh, way to measure that. I actually heard explain it. Yeah, when it's, can, you know, highly combustible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my motto. How yeah. about you, Shandis? What do you do? Um, I usually consider, like, my I do the same thing. Like, if I see a plant failing, I, I'm, I'm the worst for kind of almost giving up on it at some point, right? And just letting it stay there and do its own thing and die a slow, painful death. But um. Usually I, I'll kind of give up on it either if it's has rot for sure. Mm. Uh, that one I won't even play with because I know that, you know, it's going to take a lot of work to get it back or if you can get back at all, right, depending on how bad the rot is. Um, but then with plants that have died, you know, whether it be from bug damage or, you know, m- my not so great watering schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let it kind of suffer for a while. And if it's like you said, the point of where you could light it on fire then that's when it goes to the garbage um but I'll, I'll try pretty hard on on some plants if i really like the plant or you know i've had a lot of years or we've went through a lot together you know um i'll, I'll try my best to to save that plant but um yeah i would say rot is the only thing that it really is intimidating to that's me. the one where you're like hey i don't care how far along you are i see the rot you're out yeah you're off the team that's right yeah <laughs> You're being benched. <laughs> One of the, the things I'm corner. really bad at is um, is clippings. So I have a Shepardii clipping um, that I purchased, but I, I should know better because I am not good at growing clippings of plants that tend to be a little finicky. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you have a pothos clipping, that's easy. I actually was able to grow some of those, but um, I did find that that one in particular is definitely going to die. And I think I have like a black Eskimo. Does that sound right to you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dying. Uh, but it's like one of those small leaf Toya that we're not friends. Yeah. Me and small leaf Toya. Yeah, are you kind we're of the so same? Picky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you're good at them, aren't you, Sue? Yeah, I have I have a few small leaf. But like I had the um, the silver Eskimo and I had root rot on it twice and I've saved it. Really? Good for you. Yeah. I'm going to get you a cape because that's actually really awesome. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And it's just, um, yeah, so I luck out with some of them and some... Some I don't. I've just learned not to stress over it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, some of the prices of plants mm. I, I couldn't do because if it was starting to go a little bit south, I, I think I'd have a little bit of a breakdown. And I'd probably screw it up for sure because of that breakdown. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, no, no, you're going. Well, and it's interesting. There's been some uh, new debate popping up online about plant prices and how completely insane some of them oh, are. yeah. Um, so, you know, we're talking about a white knight for $750 or a tie for $2,800 or, and I'm like three or four leaves on these things. Or a pink princess. Yeah. 
Like I've, I'm like on one hand, I'm like I'm sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, <laughs> and then on the other hand, I'm just like, what are people doing? Can you imagine? You paid seven hundred and fifty dollars for a plant, <gasps> and then all of a sudden, you know, you get some kind of infestation because I'm sure there isn't a place in the world that is like free of infestation. Well, like Amanda no. says, there's at least one spider mite in your home. Yeah, so you get oh, something. And some of these things, they multiply, you know, you might be like, oh, what's wrong with that leaf? And then you don't notice and then it multiplies. And all of a sudden one day it's just like overtaking that plant. Like, uh, I just thought of it gives me anxiety. I'm not sure I could spend a couple mortgage payments on a plant that could die. No, I no. couldn't either. I couldn't. And I think I'll be honest. I, I think the plant prices during this whole <laughs> plant craze of COVID. I think it's just ridiculous and it, it it's almost a turnoff. It it is. Yeah, it is for me too. Yeah. I find it like I'm I'm like, oh yeah, I don't want that plant. And it's not that I don't want that plant because maybe I might have wanted it before when it was a little bit lower. Yeah. But it's just I don't know, in the hype of it is just it's kind of a little out of hand. I think the trends happen based on those plants. So what I assume or I guess what I've seen too is you'll find a rarer plant that um is more expensive by sellers mm -hmm. and it, like a year or two later they're coming out like they're going to be available oh yeah in well, a the, larger quantity the thing with most plants is they propagate yeah they propagate or they sprout babies like mm -hmm. <laughs> well and the growers are going to want to capitalize on that right oh for absolutely sure. yeah Definitely. So they're starting when I, I think um, or what I would do, I guess, is I would be watching for that and then be like, OK, these plants are super expensive right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start a crop of these if possible. Yeah. And then, I mean, sure, the price lowers, but the demand will still be there, I would, I think. Oh, for, for sure. a little bit. Till everybody has it. And then it's like, mm. yeah, then the grower yeah. moves on to the next thing. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember even that happening, not that it was, you know, a super outrageously priced plant, but I remember that happening with fiddle leaf fig. Oh, you yeah. know, like yeah. a few years ago, it was so hard to find. And especially up here at our at our, you know, greenhouses, because, you know, we weren't getting them as often and people were just frenzied for them. And, you know, they were a little bit more, you know, priced higher than they are now. But uh, but now you can get them anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's all just like a matter of time, like things will yeah, exactly come into the market and, you know, you will be seeing them. So I've just learned to be patient. I know there's still some of them that I'll never see, you know, at my local, you know, greenhouse or, you know, be as accessible. But, um, yeah, the prices right now that some of the plants are just have like no desire to bring yeah. them in that much. Right. Because like I'm a notorious underwater plant <laughs> killer. So it's like that's not for me for sure. Yeah. No, I it was too much to risk. Like, does that come with an insurance policy? Yeah. Can I take life insurance out on this plant? Well, especially but if it does that, I get money. because. <laughs> Yeah. Well, especially when they're you're getting them shipped to you too. Like that's yeah. a whole other ball game. Like you're paying, you know, how many hundreds of dollars for a plant that's gonna have to go through shipping, that you're gonna have to acclimate, that you're gonna have to keep alive. Like too many variables for too me. Many. And there's a lot of online sellers now. Um, even for the everywhere from uh, like of course the big um established sellers all the way down to the folks who have these wonderful tents in their house and they're importing things and accl acclimating them and then mm -hmm. selling them. So there, and there's all the business models in between. And it's been really interesting because I there was a little bit of drama online about that recently. I'm not going to name any names, but um, there was a lot of opinions about 
it's okay for these smaller businesses to be operating. And what mm-hmm. happens is the market then becomes a little more, we, as buyers, we then get the opportunity to choose other types of businesses to support. Yeah. So the ones who are treating their customers well, the ones who are caring about their plants, the ones who are being fair about pricing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been, I've been watching online. It's been, it's been a fascinating, uh, fascinating to watch it. And you wouldn't think you, would, you know, what's so funny about it is you think about plants and you think, oh yeah, mother nature, things are growing, things are peaceful. It's like a beautiful thing. And we're all together growing these, these beautiful things that, you know, enhance our lives. But just like any hobby, there's absolutely drama surrounding certain topics. Oh, for oh. sure. I, I can't believe how much, even just in the last, especially the last six months, but even in the last uh, year or two, the shift that's happened in the plant community. Just, you know, as more people get into it, you know, you get different personalities and, you know, um, you have different discussions. But, uh, you know, usually it is this happy, you know, like everyone say love and we love plants and nature. And, and now it's like, can you believe that so-and-so said this <laughs> yeah. and sold that? And so it's it's funny how it's, changed it is um it's even like part of our plant group Shandis and I are admins on it as well and it's funny because two years ago we chatted like we all chat every day and it it was never about stuff in the plant group because there was nothing to and then in the last year especially last six months it's like Oh, we got this problem. Oh, we got this problem because there's so many different personalities in there. There's mm-hmm. we've had name calling, and I mean it's plants people. Let's not call names over plants. Well, that's the thing. Shouldn't we be chill about this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just, and then I mean, bottom line is like it's just plants. It's like I know we love yeah. them and we're passionate about them, but it's just a plant. It you is. Know? In the grander scheme of things, it's pretty, pretty. I minor. think once you yeah, what, totally, and once you get a group of people caring so much about one thing. You're going to have some drama. It's just weird. It's about plants. I know. (laughs) That's where I'm like, okay, this is about plants. And uh, I think it's just, I think it's crazy. I think it's good that there's so many people into plants. I think it was kind of, because I know in like the early 2000s and stuff, plants kind of fell off. Like it Mm -hmm. was almost considered dirty if you had a plant. And I remember people getting rid of their plants being like, no, I can't have plants. Somebody has allergies or somebody has this. And I'm sure there's still those like circumstances maybe to this day, but it was everybody. It was like carpet. You just get rid of carpet and you got rid of plants. And now like everybody has these jungle filled houses. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like so many people I've had a few people that I know personally where plants have helped like their mental health and, and or whatever there's going through in that moment shift the focus a little bit. And I see posts about it. So I think it's fantastic. I just think we all need to be a little bit kind. And like, I kind of hope it gets brought back down to earth on some of the prices of plants. That's my hope. The market sorts itself out. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just simply the way it is. The market will bear what it will bear. And there will be people who will pay $2,800 for a Thai constellation, uh, but not a lot of people. A yellow. And, yeah. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just an interesting topic. And I know we're digressing a bit from when are we consider our plants truly dead but um it, it turns out we rant a little bit once in a while on the <laughs> yeah. show but people like that apparently so we, there's there's our rant for the day friends. yeah we broke our rant ice there a couple episodes <laughs> ago and now we just don't stop sorry about that i love that episode <laughs> i will just say though that uh if i did have one of those expensive plants that i paid a lot of money i would probably never consider it dead <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it'd be this petrified little dust in the pot and i'd be like don't touch that plant <laughs> like, oh that's funny 
It's like when they make those, I forget what they're called. Is it mausoleums? They're like in the cemeteries where they have like those shrines. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what it's like. Yeah. Mine would just be here plant pot. (laughs) It's dust in there. (laughs) Your shrine to your very expensive, but not quite dead plant. Yeah. Never dead. I'd be like, it might come back. You never know. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, we have some plants here who are not dead. And one of them is a cactus. And we will also be talking about succulents today. So I just, we were discussing before we started um, recording that we were going to be doing cactus and succulents today. And those particular plants are not Amanda's favorite. And just as one of us was saying, yeah, Amanda doesn't really, you know, enjoy those. Her microphone fell out of its case. It didn't fall. It just like flung. Yeah. Oh, just like, (laughs) yeah, something... Right at that moment, Amanda's microphone made some motion and kind of got a little violent. So um, we're not really sure what that's about, but it was a bit creepy. And Amanda, we're so sorry that you couldn't be here. <laughs> Amanda's spirits yeah. with us here with her outrage over cactus. She has. Via her microphone. That's why we picked this perfect opportunity. Shandice is a, a cactus and succulent lover. I am as well. And Amanda doesn't... Um, she doesn't have hot feelings for them. Well, apparently the hot in the wrong direction. <laughs> I have a secret to tell you guys. Ooh. And you know what? Nobody knows about this. It's so funny. So when <laughs> I love secrets. It's so embarrassing. So when I um when I did have a big uh succulent collection, I Richard and I, my husband and I, I wanted to make like these YouTube videos about them. So out somewhere on our on our <gasps> home server, there are some videos. <laughs> Called succulents with Chris. What? <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. They've never aired, um, but maybe if you guys are really lucky, I'll show them to you one day. What a travesty! Oh. Um, you know what? I think the listeners would probably love is if you posted one of the videos on the Fancy Plants podcast. Yeah. I, you know, I might do that for you and guys. I'm just gonna say I, I'd love it because I would too. I'm a little. I'm, I'm loving this. Oh my god! I had no succulents idea what I was doing, Chris. and it was just basically like, hey, look at me potting succulents. Who's gonna care about that? <laughs> lots of people. Um, lots the, of people, Chris. There's uh, probably you guys. If you're listening to this and you want Chris to post that video, can you please go over to our Fancy Plants um, podcast page on Facebook or at Fancy Plants Podcast on Instagram and and. Yeah, tell Christian needs to show that. Yeah, I'm going to need at least 10 of you. Yes, please do. <laughs> please do. I want to see and it. And soon, you guys don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make fake Facebook profiles. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> well, I'll see what I can dig up for you guys. You don't actually see me. It's just my... Anyway, yeah, you'll you'll see. They're they're cute. And Richard, um, my husband, made like this little theme song for <gasps> it. And he made like this little intro card. And yeah. Oh, my God. So that's, that's, awesome. my, that's my secret. I, I was like, I have to tell you guys what I was doing. I love that secret. Yeah. <laughs> Secrets are the best. I did have a huge succulent collection. Mm-hmm. Um and I and I think like anyone in northern Alberta or many of us in northern Alberta who have that collection. So I had a big um shelf, like industrial shelf mm-hmm. that was four feet long and two feet wide. I had a grow light hanging underneath one of yep. the shelves. Because you have to do that here. You have to. Um but it was a lot of fun actually. I had a lot of fun with that collection. Oh yeah. I when I was doing succulents and I would do up pots. I even did up some pots yeah. and sold them just for fun, and I loved it. It's just I find that in the winter they're not that satisfying. <laughs> they <laughs> no. kind of get all skinny and weird, and but you don't have to water them. Yeah, you oh, got a lot. That's of, why I love them. You got a lot of grow lights. Got to go on, and I have other mm-hmm. things I'd rather stick underneath. So. I'm not such a succulent craze this year. I didn't even really do any outside. I just, just my hens and chicks and my, my cold hardy cactus outside. That's all I did this year. And I don't. 
Well, that, that's the thing. Like I saw a post online where a lady had some really beautiful um, succulent planters. And she was oh, like, yeah. And she's did, like, yeah. what What do I do now? And so for me, I was like, well, I sure wouldn't bring them in the house because they're they're going to have a bug on Riders. them. Yeah. 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 And I can't have that infesting the rest of my mm-hmm. collection. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could stick them in the basement in a corner under a grow light on a timer and come, yeah. go down and water them once in a while. Which would be a good solution if you wanted to bring them inside. Yeah, yeah, totally. The, a lot of them are so cheap that mm-hmm. you can, you know, I mean, if you're buying really big ones and stuff, but they grow fast outside if we have some sun. Oh, yeah. They grow so fast. So you get some cheap ones and just redo it next year. That's, my, think, that's my advice. I think mm-hmm. it's a good idea to talk about the rules of owning a succulent or a cactus. Yes. Because they are very specific. Yeah, they are. Because um, sometimes you'll see a post online where somebody has an echeveria. And it's 10 inches tall <laughs> and the leaves are three inches apart. Yeah. Uh, friends, if your succulent is doing that, it needs more light. Yes. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. That's a toliation. You don't want that. I know everyone's like, look, it's growing. But you're like, actually, yeah. it's stretching for light. Yeah. <laughs> She's sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, succulents are definitely not for the faint of heart if especially living in the north. Um, you have to have a lot of artificial lighting in the in the winter. Um, and even then, you know, they're still not the happiest. Like they like warm, bright, light air. You know, um, I typically tend to plant a lot of my succulents outside. Like, you know, and I'll do the same thing, put them outside in the summer. If I like them enough, I might rinse off the roots and, you know, give them a bath and then replant them and quarantine them. But for the most part, they typically I forget and they tend to die. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's definitely a labor of love in that regard. You do get the trade off where you don't have to hardly water them ever. Um, but yeah, like I have uh, my sun blasters. I have a big LED light that I stick all of my cactus and succulents under because you know, um, if you want, especially with like the rosettes, the echeverias, you need to have a pretty bright light to keep them nice and compact and to keep their color too, right? Because you get some. That's my favorite part about succulents oh, and cactus yeah. is just the amazing colors you get out of them, like every color of the rainbow. And that color is more intense the more light they have. Yeah, I find cactuses easier because mm-hmm. in the desert, a lot of times it is quite cool at night. Yeah. So I think they kind of survive in your house a little bit more. Um, if you either have like a really bright window they can be by or if you uh, have light, mm-hmm. like artificial light, they do great. Like I have some, most of mine are under artificial light, but I do have some in windows that yeah. can kind of hack a little bit of, of cold in the winter. I yeah. just pull them back from the window a little bit. But they like to, that was what makes them bloom cactuses. I mean, they're weird. They're mm-hmm. pokey and pricky. I love that about them. <laughs> but they're, the flowers that cactuses get mm-hmm. are seriously the most amazing flowers. Yes. I'm a little obsessed when I have a cactus that starts to bloom that I do a time-lapse video of that bloom. Always wanted to do that and I never have. Oh, yeah. I, should do I agree with you. That's my, that's probably like, the number one reason I love cactus yeah. of any sort is just their flowers are so beautiful and big a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like special. But short. Yeah. Yes. Short-lived. They don't, yes. yeah, they're special because they don't last for a long time. Like you can have a Hoya bloom like last for a week or two mm-hmm. even. These, you'd lucky to get two days out of. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you take all the pictures <laughs> so yeah. you can remember this time. <laughs> And then they're gone. So if you've never had a cactus and you always wondered why people always post their cactus flower pictures like obsessively, it's because it only lasts for 
you know, the most beautiful part is about the tw- first 24 hours of it. There's some that, you know, die by the n- time the morning rises. Yeah. So, yeah, you just got to, you got to just enjoy it. So let them enjoy it. Yeah. If, <laughs> you're, the if your cactus is blooming and you're planning a vacation, just stop right there. Take it with you. <laughs> Take it with you. Yeah, I, exactly. I've, I've done that when we were camping last year. I took a cact- couple cactuses with me because I was like, you're going to bloom while I'm gone. You did not. <laughs> I totally take them with me. That's yeah. hilarious. I went to Florida a couple of years ago and my sister was, um, I asked her to not house it, but like to look after my cat and water some of my plants for me. And my uh, big epithelium, um, RAP, it's dead now. Um, <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> um, it uh, had bloomed while I was gone. And I was, and so she was so nice to take pictures for me Aww. and send them to me on my phone because she knew, she knows like that's a short lived bloom and I, it wouldn't be there when I came no. back it's like when you're when you're not when you're at work and you're in your toddler takes their first steps yeah like, oh, take a picture of that please <laughs> it's exactly like that because you wait like all year because it's only yeah. a very short window like i know with my epiphyllums usually it's um may june this one bloomed a little early but um yeah I, you wait all winter all fall and then you just get that beautiful magnificent flower you work for, for like yeah for two days yeah and yeah. then that's right? it and you start all over again yeah I would love, my dream is to have like all my cactuses bloom at the same time. Whoa. I know. Wouldn't that be an amazing sight? That that would be an amazing sight. Yeah. I think another good rule for succulents is not to overlove them with water. Yes. Oh. It is so easy to rot a succulent. It is. You could do it with one one watering. Yeah. Too. Not even like subsequent watering. Yeah. Because it's, you know, you look at that soil or the soil or the growing medium that it's in and it's all dry and you're looking at it and you're thinking like, if I was that dry, I'd be thirsty. I just want to take care of my my succulent baby or my cactus baby. But don't. Doesn't need you right then. Well, and succulents are confusing because if they're overwatered, they get wrinkly. (laughs) Yeah. So everyone thinks like, oh, they're wrinkly. They need more juice to -hmm. like plump them up. So let's water them when really... A lot of times they're wrinkly because they're overwatered. They're yes. like pruny in the bathtub. That's what I have to think about it. Mm, yes. That's a good way to put String it. String of pearls or peas or whatever you want to call them. I have killed my fair share of those. I'm Me on too. my way to doing that again as well. Me too. Honestly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they do that. They look like little shriveled peas and you just think moisture will plump you up. But really, that's why they're shriveled is they were like, no, you watered me two weeks ago. Yes. My yeah. fo- soil might feel dry. But the, you got to think of them like camels. Mm-hmm. Those are camel humps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have reserves. Those leaves are holding on to the water that yeah. it's using to survive. So anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, thanks. Because yeah. they can't absorb anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, I remember having baby toes. Um, I loved baby toes. I thought they were really cute. And I love their little flowers. But um, they were overwatered at the grower level. And mm-hmm. so they were splitting. Now, uh. baby toes will tell you when they're overwatered because they're like, OK, well, I'm just busting out of my leaf cage. Yeah. Um, but not all succulents will do that. They'll mm-hmm. just like rot away. And so a lot of times if your succulent is kind of, tur- I think they kind of turn black and get a little mushy and the leaves yeah. fall off. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of no coming back from that because at that no. point it's rotten. So you right. could pull that thing out and chances are you could probably just give it a little tug and the stem would probably pop right off the leaves. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing you can't, uh, side note, uh, when I was saying like the only thing I won't, you know, uh, where I give up is rot. With succulents though, the good thing is if you catch it early enough, and you just see the stem rotting, you can top it usually. And I've actually saved a couple yeah. that way before is topping it and then propagating it back in. That then, is another excellent rule mm-hmm. is it's okay to chop those things up 
Oh, yeah. If you need to. Yeah, I've like taught mine because they started to stretch mm -hmm. and then tried to like, so that way in the spring when I put them outside when it's nice enough, mm -hmm. I have them looking nice instead of all these little leggy. They almost, I always think they look like flower people <laughs> when they're long and leggy. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've taught them. Or you can take the leaves. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I have burrow's tail pieces mm. growing in oh, another yeah. plant. And you're like, oh, when did you get there? Because they fall off. Yeah. So when you top it, you want to take like the top kind of rosette part and I think you let it callus over mm -hmm. first yep. and yep. then you just set pop it on mm -hmm. soil, right? And yeah. Don't just, put it in the soil. Set, set it, it on, on top. A little bit of dampness, I, I would imagine. I do to like let it stick it like so it stays there, like yeah. especially if you have a little bit of stem. Do you like spray water on it on the soil at all or just leave it? Uh, No, like usually when I'm doing it, I just uh, I always use terracotta because it will dry out really yep. easily just in case. Um, but I'll moisten the soil and then let it sit there for like a day. Oh, let yeah. Let a lot of that water kind of wick around. So it's like, yep. you know, throughout it and then just stick it in. And then I don't water it, dare water it again until it has. Until you tug on it and it doesn't, you can't pick it up yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because then you'll rot it for sure. I've always just set mine on and then I've misted the top of the soil so it's mm -hmm. wet. Yeah. And then I just leave it. But and not then, soaking wet soil. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Just so that the top is damp. And then, and like Shanna said, terracotta works best. I've used the plastic. They look like terracotta often and mm -hmm. it's not so bad, but terracotta is way better because it does help kind of prevent moisture from sitting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just missed it and then I leave it, leave it under the light and it grows roots. Well, and Sue, so you were talking about uh, propagation with the leaves. So I think this is one of the magic of succulents and why mm -hmm. people can be so attracted to them. Although it is a bit of an exercise of patience when you're propagating from leaves. So there are about a thousand and million and cabillion infinity ways <laughs> to, to propagate cabillion. a succulent leaf. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the more common ones, are, and I can remember this because I remember when I first got, got into succulents and this was all a mystery to me. And I thought, oh my gosh, like I, you can, you can grow plants from your leaves. Like that's amazing. So yeah. I started experimenting. So I remember the first time I tried to propagate, I put leaves in like a damp paper towel. That didn't really work. Because really what I found worked the best was you take a, a, a saucer or like a plant pot bottom, put some soil on it, just spray a little bit of water on it and throw the leaves on there. The next thing you know, you have little plants growing. Some of them take longer than others. So see, so you mentioned bro's tail. I found that bro's tail took like, I do not have the patience for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it they take a long time, but they'll fall into my other plants. And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> I don't know more. how long it's been there. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, there's a little burrow's tail in yeah. here. And succulent plants, when they come from the leaves, and they're so tiny and cute. So cute. Oh, my God. They're so cute. They are so cute. I've seen, like, a new one where they put saran wrap over a dish, and there's some water in the dish, and then they poke the mm, holes, yep. and then they sit it in, which I thought was kind of neat, because then you can really see the yep. roots grow, and mm -hmm. I like watching the roots grow. Mm -hmm. And it sounds counterintuitive, but you just have to make sure that the end of the leaf, which you should callus, by the way, mm -hmm. first before you try this, or any kind of propagation is what i would suggest anyway don't let that bottom touch the water just let it be close enough that when the roots start to grow they can reach it exactly yeah. and callus by callus we just mean like let it sit and dry out and kind of get i don't know how to, it's hard and wrinkly there like a callus yeah, on a your little, foot a little scab on <laughs> yeah, the end exactly. yeah. yeah yeah it gets kind of like a scab which is kind of disgusting but it's cute in plant world and then once that part's kind of dry, then you you go ahead and do it however you're going to do it. And like Chris said, there's a gazillion ways to do it. So find out what works best for you. Do an experiment if you want. Have some on mm -hmm. paper towel. Have some in your saran wrap. Have some on a dish of soil. Mm -hmm. Sprinkle some in your other plants. 
see what happens. And I think one of the things that you want to watch for is two things are going to happen to your leaf. One is more little leaves are going to come out and two roots are going to come out. Sometimes you only get one or the other. Mm -hmm. Those won't be successful plants. You want to make sure to have both or in most cases they won't be successful. You want to have both of those those things going on before you can plant. And then I don't know about you guys, but I used to leave them until they had, you know, a fair bit of growth and then you can transplant them into other pots. Mm -hmm. Um, I also was using the terracotta pots, maybe like the two inches and then they can stay in a two inch pot for quite a long time. Oh, yeah. They like to be crowded. That was one of the things I liked about the the, or the succulent collection was you could have a lot of them in a really compact space. Yeah. 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 But you have to look at them from the top down, generally speaking. <laughs> so, yeah. the, you know, if you want to admire your collection, you can't sit on the couch and do it. You kind of have to go stand over mm-hmm. like you're the succulent overlord. And yeah, you know, <laughs> I, and when, I have the power. When you do start to get the little plant coming off the end of the leaf, don't pick that leaf off or anything. Let it no. yeah. and don't water it because now it's going to suck the water like it's going to drink the water from that leaf. So that's like kind of a mistake people do. They'll like plant it and then mm-hmm. water it. But we don't really want to water it because that's where it's getting. It's like a lith hop in that sense where it's just going to drink from its mommy. Yeah, that's right. It might look ugly, but just leave it until it's like, leave it until it's literally, you could light it on fire and it would, it would burn in three seconds. Just like Chris's dead plants. Right. (laughs) It'll decompose on its own too. Like if you just leave it in the pot, it'll eventually like just die off. Yeah, exactly. It's like nature. Now, cactus propagation is different and i'm not familiar with it have mm-hmm. you ladies mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah i've done I've it done with some. some yeah it's a, almost exactly the same like you can you can top a cactus like this one here um this barrel like i could cut the top off of it let it callus and then just stick it on the dirt and it'll root yeah um same thing with epiphyllum um same thing you just cut it callus put it in the pot let it root and same i idea. find the epiphyllums like callus quickly they do yeah, yeah. a lot quicker than yeah, because yeah. they don't have as much moisture content because they're thinner. Doesn't it look ugly on top then when you do that? Uh, yes, but it will uh, grow. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call them, but you, yeah, it would grow a new cactus at the top. Sometimes, not always, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm just looking at uh, your plant friend that you brought us, and I can't imagine cutting one of those beautiful tops off. I never would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Like, like my boob cactus, I've been asked if I would, you know, share cuttings of it, and I was like, but then my top won't be where. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Have all those yeah. beautiful yeah. boobs on there. If it sprouts there. a baby, maybe I'll sell it then. But mm-hmm. a, a baby, but I don't know. A pot of boob cactuses sound like like Shandis is here. But yeah, all on boob cactuses would be amazing. All the boobs all the time. Yeah, yeah. Would be great. I'd be so for it, that. I just went somewhere in my brain like, oh, Maggie, you can make little bras for them. And no, <laughs> no, Chris. Yeah, it's Put actually one of the ones that I got mealy on, oh. and I'm I'm pretty devastated. That there's mealy, just like two spots of it. So I sprayed it with some rubbing alcohol and wiped it this morning before. That's also why I was like, I was like, what the heck? And then I was like, ah. So it's going to be quarantined under in the kitchen light with the other two cactuses. Oh, actually one I'm just going to chuck because there's no way. It's got all these little short hairs and then it's got yeah. long needles that hook. Mm. Oh, and it's yeah, called there's a no hook cleaning cactus, that out. Yeah. Or a fish hook cactus, people mm-hmm. call it quite often because the ends are like fish hooks. And it will, like if my arm when I'm watering touches it it's stuck to me so i want to make sure that uh i'm gonna just check that one because i don't want to have me i don't want to fight mealy and then have it spread yeah oh, completely yeah. i had a uh a monkey tail i still do but it's like so sad um but i had a monkey tail cactus that got mealy on it and those things are so hairy and it was like a nightmare like there's no 
There's no treating it. And they're tough to find too. So that that's kind of the the crap part about it is oh, yeah. when you have these plants that are hard to find and you find an infestation, like some of them are more worth trying to save than others, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I've been looking for a monkey tail for like three, four years now. I haven't been able to find one. I have rat tail, but yeah, not yeah. monkey. I want like the monkey tail like you see in pictures. Well, it, the good news is it's like I do this with all my plants when I see that they're like, you know, in despair and that they could possibly die. I just immediately start taking cuttings off of it to try and like, you know, save it through its children. That's good. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I did that with the monkey tail. So there's still one little tiny piece and it used to be so long and beautiful. And there's just a little tiny piece on there now that's uh, still somewhat alive um and then i took cuttings off of it and i think two of those little pieces are still alive but they're still kind of not happy because i haven't really been taking care of them but struggling um, a bit yeah yeah but they're still alive so like well hook you up (laughs) there is one cactus that i would actually like to have and i think i think it's the peanut cactus oh yeah yeah, i have one of those i am desperate for that i would definitely are you serious i should split mine uh with me yeah (laughs) I have a, a wonderful lady on the plant group who I used to work with like way like 20 some years ago. She was like, got a peanut cactus for you. And I was like, oh, I already bought one. So I thought that was the sweetest thing ever that she thought of me Aww. right away. But I have a peanut cactus and I was going to. Um, I'm waiting for one of us to mispronounce peanut cactus. I was Anna. just going to say like, I'm like, just I'm on the edge of my seat here. I'm like, say penis cactus, say penis cactus, say penis cactus. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So I can share my penis cactus with you. Um, yeah, no, I want to put it in a terracotta pot because it's in a square pot. So I'll have little pieces that I can, because mm-hmm. it's filled in the little square pot, but I want to put it in a round ter- terracotta. Yeah. 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 I love cactus for that reason, but I've, I've only propagated ones when I thought they were dying. Yeah. Or I've had like on my milk thistle, it gets kind of. Uh, has a weird spot that on one it keeps getting like those um not quite the corking but you know where it kind of gets brown and kind of starts to indent in yes yeah i don't know just on one piece of it because it has Mm -hmm. about six in the pot yeah one piece of it keeps getting that i don't know what it is i've looked a million times and it could be a few things so i've cut it off and planted that's why there's six in the pot (laughs) because i got it off but i I just like lay it on the on the soil and let it callous and then when i'm like oh yeah you're callous enough flunk go in and they they root actually quite easy oh I that's think. awesome i'm having such a hard time actually um i have and i don't think these are technically considered uh cactus i can't remember but the euphorbia gray gray ghost i have one of those that i got as a clipping two years ago and it's still not rooted <laughs> <laughs> it's still alive but it has not rooted they're the weird like yeah euphorbia is weird they're not technically cactuses but they're in the same cactus succulent yeah kind of family lands. yeah i have a couple I got one and it was, it took forever to grow. It was like yeah. so little when I got it. Amanda actually gave it to me a long time ago and it took forever to grow. And then finally I'm like, oh, it started to grow. And then I thought I would get creative and I tried some with seed. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I seriously slow it. If you want to grow things with sleep with, from seed, do not start with the cactus because <laughs> they're a little, they're a little slow. I think that thing took probably about eight months to germinate to the point where like, I was like, oh, something's happening. And for two years, it stayed about the tip of your pinky. Uh huh. That's about the size of it. Yeah. And it started to get its colors because it was one of those ones oh, with colors. Really? And I was like, oh, it's so exciting. And then I had a friend because it was taking so long. I had a friend who was like, I'm looking for, it was an Odessa. Yeah. And um, I have a friend looking, or she was looking for one. And I'm like, I have one. It's like teeny. But maybe she can work her magic and make it grow fast because it was under a light the whole time, everything. And I still have a couple seeds. 
So maybe I'll try again. Do it again. Yeah. But yeah, cool. it's one of those you just have to put it somewhere and like forget it. Yes. Because yeah. they are not satisfying <laughs> to grow in any way, shape or form. But once they are grown, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. They're beautiful. They're neat. Yeah. I grew some mesems from seed along with some lithops. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was actually pretty fun. But. It was a long time ago. Amanda's actually growing some now. She's much more successful at that than I am. No, no surprise there. <laughs> Shocking. It is, it is fun watching those little succulents grow, succulent type plants because yeah. they're cute they when they're babies. Cute. Oh yeah. my gosh! Super little ho- little lithops are the cutest. Lithops. All of a sudden, we had a drunk moment there. Lithops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know, doing shots and talking yeah. plants. Yeah, <laughs> if only. No. <laughs> right? I know. I know. Uh, what are some other succulent or and or cactus rules you ladies follow? I never water my cactus or succulents. Like, I don't want to say never, but like very few and far between. Like this cactus here, um, I actually watered it this morning to bring it because I only for the fact that I wanted to settle the soil so it couldn't yeah, spill out very easily. Yeah. But the last time I watered that thing was probably four months ago. Yeah. Nuts, um, right? Yeah. yeah. And then like the epiphyllum may be a little bit more because it does tend and you can see it tends to get a little like um sunken, like the, the wrinkly where it's sunken in. Um, yeah. And they kind of droop. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. And then you just, you know, water it. But succulents too, like hardly ever, hardly ever. Maybe yeah. once a month max, depending on the type. Some of them do like water a little yeah. bit more, but you can usually see that signal. Like it'll it'll show you that it needs water eventually. And you're like, oh, OK, time to go. I don't have very many succulents, mostly cactus and agave and stuff. I have my burrow's tail. But my rule for all those is like, if I think I'm going to need to water it, don't wait mm-hmm. a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think another yeah. good rule to follow with these types of plants is fast draining soil. And I'm talking yes. water hits the top and it's running out the bottom. Mm-hmm. Even if I buy like a, a cactus mix, I still add my own stuff to it. I usually mm-hmm. put a little orchid bark in there and then... um some like big grains of of perlite mm-hmm. and then and then regular perlite i'll add all that in so that's yeah. super drainy yeah my mix was was mostly perlite when i was doing mm-hmm. succulents yeah. same yeah, yeah. like Just, this one looks like it like snowed on top of it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and then the perlite turns all brown after some years yeah. and yeah. it looks Gross. disgusting yeah. but you're like that's good soil yeah <laughs> i have a carrie i upstairs and i've had it for quite a while and i had a very porous mix um, but all the perlite, just like we're talking about, floated up to the top. But I, I'm not going to take it off because it no. needs it. Yeah. But it is a little brownie on top. Yeah, they get a, it gets a little brownie. Yeah, kind of gross looking. I wish yeah. there was something you could do with it. Yeah, I always yeah. tell myself that's good soil. Yeah, right. Yeah, when you have it all brownie, it's exactly. good soil. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it has something to do too, like with the type of perlite it is, because some perlites kind of seems whiter and mm-hmm. and almost like styrofoam bits yeah is that vermiculite yeah. i don't like no vermiculite's kind of pearly color yeah i just find it breaks down in the soil so i did mm-hmm. try using it and i think it does have its uses yeah um but i didn't enjoy it so from my no. understanding and i might be wrong you want to put perlite in soil for drainage but mm-hmm. vermiculite to help hold a little moisture in yeah oh i see i think so i see but i think it still adds like anything that's I mean, it holds more uh, moisture, but I think anything that you're adding into your soil to kind of break it up too, I think is Yeah, good, keep it right? airy. So it's not comp- yeah, compact. Yeah, keep it airy so that it doesn't compact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's when you run into problems is if it's like really like compact, rich soil, it'll just 
Root rot. Yeah. 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 And actually, my, um, ooh, how do I say it? Houdani Gordy Gordini. Houdia. Houdini Gordini? <laughs> Houdia Gordini. That's what it's called. A Houdia Gordini. It's now Houdini Gordini to me. Houdini yeah. Gordini. <laughs> He's actually just planted in, in pretty much gravel and perlite. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. That's how he came, and yeah. that's how he'll stay. And the pot he's in is like that cheap, thin plastic grower mm-hmm. pot. So he does need something to like stabilize it because I noticed that it's starting to like everything wants to mm-hmm. kind of settle and yeah. widen that pot out. And I think it's just from when people walk by, it's just sitting in an area where like there's a little vibration when you walk by. The yeah. floor is a little crappy there. So I think that's what's settling him because I don't water him very often. No. Yeah. That's there's- how my outdoor cactus came. Really? Yeah, um, yeah. They're they're pretty much just in rocks and pots. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I know I've mentioned my outdoor cactus before. I'm one step closer to building that garden outside. It has to be done before the winter. So, so just, actually the line guy was out today marking where we can't dig. So I'm kind of excited about that because yeah. now I can actually start digging because you have to dig deep and then you have yes. to put a ton of gravel and then mm-hmm. a little bit of yeah. growing medium and, and then more gravel on top and yeah it's quite the process my suggestion to you would be the sooner the better just so that the roots can kind of get established oh, to point. being in the ground before we do get frost and and um and and snow thank you that's a really great point i uh if and if i can't make it then i will bring them in mm-hmm. and put them under a grow light down here in the basement but yeah. i would prefer not to just because I'm of- not even going to put mine under a grow light. I'm going to bring them in yeah. and they're going to sit in the garage mm-hmm. because they oh, can go, go to dormant. sleep. And yeah. I'm going to let them go dormant and then I'll take them back out again next year because I have three big ones that I didn't plant. I just left them in pots. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just going to bring them in, let them go, you know, like at the greenhouse, the local greenhouse, they leave them out in their greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it is quite cool now. Uh, it is getting quite cool now. And I'm, I'm a little concerned that fall's coming early, but mm-hmm. like we were saying before, I guess you never uh, know. You never know. Yeah. It was Four degrees this morning when I woke up. Really? Four. Gross. That's, That's Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's um. It's actually uh. Here's a hot tip for you. Like with uh, cactus, um, when you, if you want to let them go dormant over uh winter, like our basements generally are cool enough to put them in dormancy, right? Um, but if you don't water them at all all winter, like mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. water, they won't grow. So you won't get a, like a foliation or anything like that in the cactus. Mm, they just won't grow new paddles and then they'll stay just, yeah, dormant. So like you don't really even need a lot of light as long as it's cool enough and you don't water them. Excellent. Point. Um, yeah. And it's worked really well for me a few times. And it also helps your cactus flower. Yeah. If they have Ooh. a period of dryness and coolness yeah. over the winter, they'll flower a lot better That's- in the spring. I usually like in about February, I'll start to stick my cactus in the windows so mm-hmm. that they get that cool, but they're getting a little bit of the sun and it kind of stresses them out. Cause yeah. I mean, what we get like four hours of sun in the day, it seems. <laughs> so I'll stick them in windows so that they get cold for a while. And then hopefully I usually, it, it's worked this year. I didn't have any cactuses bloom, but I also was in a different mind frame this year. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound so mean? Well, I'm stressing my plant out. So it flowers. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a little mean. <laughs> But they love it, man. Yeah. And so yeah. do we. So there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> because if you stress it out first and then make it happy, it's like, oh, here. Yeah. But in actuality, they're like, oh, I'm stressed. I should make a baby. Yeah. They, yeah. In actuality, they're like, a better reproduce before I die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we've actually talked about that previously. Is I think Amanda was mentioning a, a plant is flowering because it's happy or because it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a whole other like yeah. huge topic you can get into, right? Because it could be a 
a good thing or a bad thing. But um, I mean, as long as you start taking care of it once it's flowering, then, you know, it should be good. Yeah. But that's usually when, like, from my understanding, that's when Ahoya will produce a seed pod. Oh, really? I is like, okay, when it's well, like, you guys when know how I, die. you guys know how I feel about Hoyas and seed pods and smashing flowers and cat whiskers. And if you guys haven't heard that episode, I don't even remember which one it was, maybe three or four. It's pretty funny. I'd go, <laughs> maybe, or maybe six. I don't know. It's one of them back there. Um, you should just listen to them all because they're all pretty good. But um, <laughs> I'm not biased or anything at all. But we did talk a little bit about flower smashing. Yeah. And <laughs> how to make a seed pod. Um, I'm not sure I'll ever be successful, but. It'd yeah, be, it'd be great. If you well, could. I think with Hoyas, if that was true, I'm sure we'd all have a bunch of seed pods because we probably all killed our fair share right? of Hoyas oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> or maybe they were like, don't make a baby so that the, there's no babies living with this person ever. <laughs> so, ladies, we have time for one more succulent or cactus rule. With, who can we leave everyone with when it comes to these wonderful plants? Mm. I don't know. Just enjoy them. I know there's a lot of people like cactus, especially, are something you either love or you hate. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's like, yeah. meh, I have a couple, but it, everybody loves them or hates them. And they're so interesting. Really look at them. I don't know. I just love them. Don't hug them. Don't hug them. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, be very careful when you're transplanting them into pots or when you're potting them, put them in a pot that you're going to want to keep in there for years, years, because it yeah. is no fun task. And cactuses don't really care if they have like a big pot or a small pot, I found. Yeah, not like, really. They don't yeah. really care. If their soil's good, they don't care. Yeah. So keep it in there. And a little trick, I've wore gloves, like leather, like mm-hmm. big thick gloves. I've used tongs. What I find works best is roll like fold up newspaper mm-hmm. and wrap it around and pinch around those. It works. Yes, I've done that. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. That's my favorite to touch them. And if you do get a cactus pricking you, one of the best things, if you can't remove it with like tweezers, depending on, because some of them are almost like hair. Yeah, they're super put fine. Put baking soda and water. Here's mm-hmm. my first aid instructor coming out. But, um, put baking soda and water over that area and like make it as a paste, let it mm-hmm. dry and then scrape it off. When the baking soda dries, it helps adhere to the, um, the little needles or the sliver. Mm-hmm. And also there's something in baking soda that kind of causes our body, to, like helps our body kind of like push it out or, or it draws it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So then that helps get rid of them because my son, when he was like two, maybe not even, he grabbed one of my cactuses <gasps> and we took him to the hospital because his little hand, little putty hand all swelled up and he had Aww. all these little hairs in and I was picking them out. And then they were like, oh yeah, just leave it. His body will push them out. So we tried the tape trick mm-hmm. and then he cried because we we're pushing the tape. But the um, baking soda and water was a little bit tricky on his hand because he baby and he wanted to move around but yeah. we scraped that off and that really seemed to help a lot yeah but he did have for about four or five days like a little puffy irritated hand because he was just like thing. he's also my kid that grabbed a knife from the blade <gasps> out of the dishwasher kidding. <laughs> yes. so when you're transplanting your cactus do you should you be removing the soil from around the roots like you would with a lot of other plants or is it really mm-hmm. just like you're trying to do that do it as quickly and as efficiently as possible yes yeah, yes. unless there was something yeah. wrong with the soil. Mm-hmm. I did it with soil because remember I had that thing that would eat inside. Oh, yeah. I had like three yeah. cactuses that got eaten from the inside. It was weird. And then I when I took one, yeah. I took one apart. I should post the pictures of it because it's oh, gross. so gross. I think I have them still. And inside was this little larva guy. We don't know what it was, but it ate three. And like, it was funny because my cactus was just sitting there and I go to move it and it fell over and it was completely <gasps> hollow inside. Oh. And then the next one beside it same thing and i'm like what is this 
So the third one, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I have to cut my cactus open and see. Surgery. I did surgery. surgery. <laughs> and yeah, there was this like, it was a quite a big larvae, oh, white, gross. I gross. It had like a couple legs in the front and none in the back. It was disgusting. And it oh. ate my cactuses from the inside <laughs> out. Me, so, me and Chris are just like. I know, in like, our chairs right now. <laughs> so I took all my cactuses out. I took out the soil. I cooked the soil. And that's when I discovered I do not like the smell of dirt in the yeah. oven. No. Oh, yeah. It's very earthy. Yeah. And that was, yeah, it was really, it was bizarre. And then I haven't had that happen since. So, so weird. I don't know what it so was. So that guy com- came in on something. He and then totally just went did. to town on your collection. Yeah. Someone told me it was a kind of weep. They thought it was a kind of weevil. How mm. big was it? I don't want to know. Like, was it the size of your pinky? I'm just picturing oh. this big slug. He was, it was pretty big. Like, I'd say it was like the tip of my pen. Like, like from here. Okay. Ooh. So like, okay. A little bigger than the pinky, maybe like a little fatter, but yeah, he was That's gross. Big enough. <laughs> it's true. It is big enough. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. It's nightmare fuel. It was. Ugh. It was. I was kind of heaved out. I was like, good thing I didn't have those in my bedroom because I'd never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, on that glorious note. <laughs> we, we a feel good moment. <laughs> it's uh, we're just at about our hour now. So um, unfortunately, the stories of cactus eating larvae are coming to a close but this has turned into a horror story podcast so for those of you who are more sensitive we apologize sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) i hope you didn't listen to this before you went to bed don't be eating (laughs) we should probably put a disclaimer like don't eat at the hour mark because you're not gonna want to finish you're not gonna want to finish your rice or your (laughs) yeah (laughs) or your noodles Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop now. Um, so really exciting next segment of the show. It's time to announce our winner for the contest. Woo-hoo! Okay. Here we go. We're going to draw our winner. Just let me get my uh, handy wheel out. We have everybody's names loaded into the wheel and we have a drum roll. Congratulations to Shawness68 on Instagram. Shawness68 will be reaching out to you about your prize. Very exciting. Congratulations. Yay, it's so exciting. Congratulations. Congrats. So watch for a message from us about uh, receiving your prize. Awesome. That's so exciting. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and Chandis, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much yes, for having me. I had you. such a blast. It was so great talking yeah. with you both, especially about my favorite thing, succulents and cactus. <laughs> so thank you for uh, saving that episode for my, for my guest appearance. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, it's fun having other people in the studio too, yeah. because we get to talk about new things. And um, we were actually, because of some scheduling issues, we were concerned that we wouldn't be able to record an episode and we were like, oh man, or. Listeners are going to be so sad. So thank you um, for joining us. And I'm I'm so glad we got to do this. Together. Me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd am... love to do it with Amanda sometime. Absolutely. Too as well. Such Absolutely. A blast. I know. And she just like knows everything. She, she's like so smart. I know. <laughs> she's the plant mom I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> but I never will get to that point. But you know. <laughs> and we will be doing a photo shoot of your the plant friends that you brought us today. Yeah. So listeners, you can check that out on our social media. Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Fancy Plants Podcast, Instagram at Fancy Plants Podcast. And you can email us social at fancyplantspodcast.com. Um, 
you know what? I'm just going to be straight up with you because of scheduling. We don't always know what our next episode is going to be. So much like when we announced at the end of our previous episode that the next one will be a mystery. So will this next one, next one. Uh, so I think that's okay though. Cause I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember like buying surprise bags at the store when you were a kid. Yes. Oh, I love those. Right. Like that was the best. So, so good. We're just letting you, you know, share in our nostalgia <laughs> when, when, uh, cause when we're, we're a surprise that. bag. Surprise. You never know. We're surprise bags. There's always good goodies <laughs> in there. Right. That's a good, like women's group, like catchphrase, like surprise the surprise bags. bags. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of us needs to start that. Uh, thank you so much again for listening and we will see you next week when we're talking plants. Goodbye. See ya. Come on, sugar mama. Get your green on. I love a green color. Mm-hmm. The fancy plants. Oh, 